This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It comes to almost $500 million a year uh, is how much uh, the economic cost of that uh, unexplained difference is. All right, welcome back. This is Mike Smith in for Simi today. That's the voice of the chair of the BC Utilities Commission, David Morton, who just released this report into high gas prices in British Columbia. And you heard in that clip you just played, he talked about a $500 million a year economic cost to British Columbia from high gas prices. He said that there is a difference of 13 cents a litre in the price of gas in southern British Columbia compared to other places around the Pacific Northwest. He says that is unexplained. Uh, He also uh, talked about the... uh, He also said there was no evidence of collusion or cartel behavior. But he also said that there is... It does look like the pricing behavior is choreographed. In his word, let's get some instant analysis now with Keith Baldry, Global BC Legislative Bureau Chief. Keith, yes, Vinny. What jumps out at you here? Well, that what jumped out at me was this, uh, his acknowledgement that they, for all the evidence they compile, all the briefs they got, there remains a mystery of this thirteen cents a liter. They can't account yeah. why that price is so much different than elsewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Found no collusion. Uh, found. Um, it said the challenges to to writing the ship here are significant. He talked about potentially more refining capacity. If it says that's got all sorts of problems with that as well, um, seem to give short shrift to re- new regulations. So I don't think we're that further ahead necessarily on explaining the mystery of why gas costs what it does. And keep in mind, as we talked about before earlier in the show, uh, taxes were off the table here, as was government regulation. Interesting, they did bring up he did bring up uh, the Trans Mountain Pipeline about how the allocation of the fuel in that pipeline changed in 2015 and raised the specter that a new pipeline might allow more uh, more uh, capacity, but he said that's not guaranteed. Just because you have another pipeline, he went out of his way to say that doesn't mean, that doesn't guarantee there's more more supply to be brought into Metro Vancouver. Again, it depends on the allocation in that pipeline. So again, the mystery remains a mystery, uh, but he uh, found no collusion or gouging. No collusion. Sound like Donald Trump. No <laughs> collusion here. This is interesting, though, Keith, because this whole thing started when Premier John Horgan said, these greedy gas companies, they're gouging you, right? I mean, they're gouging mm-hmm. you at the gas pump, and that's why he called this public inquiry. Now you get this report saying there's no evidence of collusion, but this unexplained price difference still hanging out there. Does this now create some pressure on Horgan now that he's done this whole public inquiry to actually do something about this you know could the government step here and regulate gas prices well if, if prices go up to where they were when when this whole thing started when it was a big issue with consumers then perhaps you may see the government step in with more some sort of regulatory uh, well is it, there's pressure on him to do something now isn't it i mean he's kind of raised public expectations he's going to do something well, I don't know. Every every 
all the commentary associated with this inquiry from me, from you, from our colleagues who've been covering this, was that we didn't have any expectations for this thing, that we didn't think this was going to lead to a price reduction. I think people view this, view the price of gas in very cynical terms. I don't, just because this commission found there was no collusion, I don't think a lot of people out there necessarily think that these uh, oil companies operate with uh, ethically pure kid gloves. I think uh, there's well, some suspicions of what's going on. Well, yeah, I mean, there, one of the things that jumped out at me was he said there was no evidence of collusion or evidence of cartel behavior, as he put it. But he also said that when these prices move erratically like this, sometimes going up quite dramatically, he said it's also possible the pricing behavior is choreographed. Yes, choreographed. In his word. Yeah, that was very interesting. He chose his words very deliberately, I think. Yeah. Uh, the choreograph jumped out at me as well. Uh, but again, this uh, he hit upon this 13 cent a liter mystery, which I do find that's the one thing that I didn't, I don't think we saw going into this thing. An acknowledgement yeah. they can't figure out why the price of gas is 13 cents higher than than okay. what should it should be considering the evidence that they got. Okay, thanks for coming on. All right, mate. That's Keith Baldry, Legislative Bureau Chief for Global News here with his uh, hot take there, instant analysis on this report. There's no evidence to suggest collusion among the retail operators exists, nor is there evidence of cartel behavior. However, we, the panel refrained from suggesting that the BC retail market is performing optimally. Rather, we observed that prices move up and down in a manner that gives the appearance of a functioning competitive market. But it's also possible this pricing behavior is choreographed, and there are numerous price changes throughout the day. All right, welcome back to the show. This is David Morton, chair of the BC Utilities Commission, uh, talking about the report just out in this hour of the high gas prices in British Columbia. This follows the public inquiry ordered by Premier John Horgan. I think that was kind of the money clip you just heard there, where he talks about no evidence of collusion or cartel behavior by the gas companies you heard him say there. But then you hear what he said there at the end? He talked about how prices move up and down, and he said it's possible this pricing behavior is choreographed. What an interesting uh, choice of words there. He's not saying no evidence of collusion, but maybe the pricing behavior is choreographed. What is the government going to do about this now? Let's get some an analysis now with Dan McTagg, longtime gas industry watcher, gasbuddy.com. Dan, thanks for coming on. Good to be here, Mike, and uh, did this 21 years ago. Uh, wrote the book, literally. Yeah, you're getting deja vu here. What are your thoughts from what you heard here this morning? Well, it's by sort of bits and pieces. Uh, please understand, it's the worst day possible for a father with five kids to going to university. It's a moving day, so uh, I'm happy <laughs> to do this inside out in uh, in half-strip apartments here. What I do know is that, of course, there is no collusion or conspiracy. Uh, there never was, and uh, that's really a bit of a red herring. I think the issue is whether or not uh, prices are arrived at competitively. And the only way you can really make an analysis on that is to look at all aspects of gasoline. Now, in all due respect to the BCUC, their hands were tied. They're not allowed to look at taxes, and they're certainly not allowed to look at the low-carbon fuel requirement, uh, boutique re fuel requirement. So I was listening in and heard uh, the commissioner uh, or the head of the utilities, Mr. Morton, give comments about 13 cents that he can't account for. He, right. you know, that falls almost perfectly into line with what I had been saying three, four, five months ago, that there, the cost of low-carbon compliance 
and the cost of regulation, the cost of, of making these things happen to a camp to a to a, uh, a producer into the market is anywhere between eight and fifteen cents a liter. He's averaging thirteen or ten in certain the north or six in the north and thirteen elsewhere. However, he came to the decision. The reality is he's not permitted to look at that. He should have been able to look at that. And uh, in the very first sentence, the very first you know, paragraph, line of uh, Horgan's uh, permission to give this uh, BCUC a look, he said he would have a thorough, uh, open uh, review of, the, of gas prices. Clearly, that isn't the case. And it's unfortunately, this is only half done. I said this this morning on several other media. My fear is that they're going to come to a conclusion that they can't possibly look at all aspects of uh, the makeup of gasoline prices, and therefore they're going to leave uh, far more questions uh, than answers, including there are 13 mystery cents that they're talking about per litre. Right. I'm going to answer that, but it looks like Mr. Horgan and the government and the BCUC was, was prevented from okay. being able to come forth with that. Okay, so you're saying that this mysterious 13% extra 13 that cents. we're paying, 13 cents a litre, you're saying that's due to the province's low carbon fuel standard? It has an effect, an impact, and uh, it's not so, it, because we have a boutique gasoline here in British Columbia. And I don't care if we import 1% or 20% uh, from Alberta or from, uh, from uh, Washington State, you're asking another jurisdiction to make your gasoline at a standard that isn't the regular standard. So there's a cost, there's a premium to that. Now, I haven't heard the whole, I haven't had a chance to read the entire study or hear the whole. Uh, presentation, uh, but I'm going to say right from the top, from what little I've heard on the six, on the 13 cent, that's what's missing, and the reason it's missing is because your premier John Horgan shortcut the ability for that commission to look into a what? full uh, efforts of the uh, what's costing gasoline prices to be so high. He also said that there is no evidence of collusion or cartel behavior, as he put it. But he also said, and this really jumped out at me, and we just played it. That prices move up, up and down, and it's frustrating for consumers. And he said it's possible this pricing behavior is choreographed. What does that say to you? Well, what it says to me is some, because I've been predicting prices accurately in Vancouver for decades, uh, and when there is a big increase, as I did yesterday here with your colleague, Jen Brown, uh, saying there would be a three-cent increase today, a two-cent increase tomorrow, possible one-cent increase. The reason I know that is that the only competition you see, the wholesale price is pretty much the same. And there is a very transparent market, which the commissioner has pointed out. Uh, but when he's talking about choreograph, what he's really referring to is in the morning, as in this morning, it's $1.52.9. By this evening, it will drop as much as $0.12 cents a litre to $1.39 to $1.40.9. That choreographing is just retailers getting rid of their retail margin. There is no other real movement other than maybe the odd discount that big players get. But if the commissioner had wanted to go deeper, I would have certainly been willing to do that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the uh, I'm not so sure that uh, a commission that didn't have the ability to look at all aspects well, I of think, gasoline was I, worth I, the time. Well, I think the word choreographed would suggest to most people that it's uh, it's a dance we're seeing here that's coordinated by different dance partners. So almost like these gas companies are working together to set their prices. Isn't that what it suggests yeah, to you? Uh, yeah, look, no, the wholesale prices, I think, pretty much determined the night before. And you can see that uh, pretty... If the uh, commission wants to the time to look at gasoline prices, all they have to do is know the wholesale rack price posted by Shell, Esso, yeah. Patrick Hen, and of course uh, Parkland every day. It's pretty. It's it's publicly posted. Add the taxes to it, and that's your wholesale price. Talk, nothing, okay. You know, I'm, I'm talking fancy to, about it. Talking to Dan McTagg, GasBuddy.com, uh, a longtime gas in, gas price analyst. He also talked Dan about. 
the Trans Mountain Pipeline, and there's been a lot of suggestion that if we built this pipeline with the additional capacity, it could help increase supply of refined fuels here in the Lower Mainland and maybe reduce gas prices. He said that, well, maybe that's not, not the case because he said that the price is set by the Pacific Northwest spot price and that an expanded pipeline really wouldn't make much of a difference. Your thoughts? It would, in fact, be very different. Um, Edmonton would become the effective swing player, not uh, Washington State. Whether it's 4 or 40% that comes from Washington State, if the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion on Line 1 increased by 50,000 barrels of gasoline a day, in other words, building it would be like building another Parkland refinery there in Burnaby, you can pretty much assure that the price, the rack price in Edmonton would be far more uh, would be far more effective. But he did point out something that I thought everyone has to know because it's true across Canada. Whether you're in Toronto, whether you're in Montreal, whether you're in Winnipeg, whether you're in Edmonton, the spot markets in the Pacific Northwest, Chicago, and New York Harbor are the uh, relevant markets. Those are the ones in which we price off. Why? Because your price differential is such that it becomes less expensive wholesale. There's nothing stopping from Americans with a 10 times the market from coming north of the border and buying up our gasoline. So that's something I think you have okay. to put perspective on everything he's saying. Okay, let me ask you this. He, he also talked sure. about, well, what could government do about this to, to have cheaper gas here? He said, well, one thing that's possible is to build a refinery. I'm not sure that's going to happen. But he also talked about the possibility that the government could step in and regulate prices. They could directly tell the, these companies what price to set. I think this creates some pressure on Horgan to do something like that. He's, he's suggested in the past he's not willing to go there. Your thoughts? Well, it doesn't work in the Maritimes. Um, and worse, uh, if you are doing so to bring prices somehow down, because that's what I think people think by regulation. Yeah. Regulation gives you false sense. It'll be basically cementing into place those prices. And depending on how extensive the regulation is, like in Nova Scotia, there is no more of that in the morning, $1.52, and in the evening, $1.40. It's always $1.52. So if you like paying these high prices and you want them cemented into place, because I'm telling you the market, because, uh, because the only real point the commission has made is about that 13 cents, without its ability to really find out why that 13 cents is, diff- is there, it was literally prevented by the Horgan government from saying, you know, you, we, we want to know more about your uh, clean fuel standards, your low carbon emission. What is the impact? And every single, uh, I, I've only seen a few of the oil companies have given their submissions, that was a while ago, said, guys, right. that's the reason there's a price differential compared to Washington State and compared to uh, any other jurisdiction. Okay, what can the government do about high gas prices in B.C. then? What can Horgan do about it? Transparency. Break down the cost of everything. Sit down with what the BCUC has learned, provided, of course, it doesn't reveal information that's confidential to a particular company. Break it down and say, this is the cost of everything. We know our taxes are the following. We know the cost of compliance for the low-carbon fuel and the clean fuel standards is the following. We know that the wholesale price is uh, set in Seattle, is uh, in Washington State, the Pacific Northwest is the following, and here's the Edmonton number. You do the math. That's how I was able to go after my own government as a liberal back in 1998 and make substantial changes to creating a great amount of transparency. I think what we need to do is have a settlement of the facts. Let the market and let the public chew this around. Let's Before we go okay. to the stupidity of regulation, let's get the, the facts and figures out there, all of them, not just the okay. ones Mr. Horgan has suggested to be the only subject for, uh, for review. Thank you for coming on. Mike, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having okay, me. Okay, I appreciate it. Dan McTagg, he's a longtime gas industry analyst. He's a former MP, as you heard him mention there toward the end.